0: Uh, Okay. Well, good. Good evening, everybody. Um, I timed this earlier, and uh, I realised I've got to go incredibly fast to get it in five minutes. So, so here goes. Livability indicators are something that I think everybody here will have been involved in at some point, because creating places that are livable or or suitable for life is right at the core of of everything that's done by urban designers and architects and engineers and other built environment professionals. So uh, when we talk about Livability Indicators, we, we quite often talk about these headline numbers that organisations create. Organisations like The Economist and, and Mercers, they, they come up with these scores for, for cities around the world. And so London is 83.5, according to this scheme. So if you remember that number, uh, New York's 81.3, so it's a whole 2.2 points less than London, whatever that means. Uh, if we go to Rome, it's 83.6, so it's 0.1 points better than London, uh, again, whatever that means. And, and all of these uh, scores, these global scores, are made up of, they're, they're calculated from, from hundreds, if, if not thousands, of indicators. And, and, and all of these indicators, some of, them are, uh, some of them work at a very big scale, some of them relate to very small scale things, some of them are subjective, some of them are objective, and, uh, and there's, there's a huge number of them and and with all the the data being published by governments at the moment we we can extract and, and visualize all, all these indicators very easily now so the the, the housing crisis that, that Neil and Rachel were talking about we can we can visualize that this is uh, this is house prices in London uh, two years ago uh, and other other indicators like you know we can set criteria we can say everybody should be able to live within five minutes of a bus stop or or, or ten minutes of a convenience store 300 meters of a conven- convenience store and again we can model that using our software we can we can Highlight which parts of a city are within 300 meters of a convenience store So so we we can do all this calculation, but where where these indicators? fall down where where they where they're not useful is when it is because in order to calculate the score of 83.5 for London Uh, a a group of experts will have got together and and decided what weights to attach to each of these indicators so they'll have said that being close to convenience stores is less important and being close to bus stops is more important and and they'll come up with a score that way whereas what we every, every individual living in a city has got their own personal livability analysis criteria everybody will place a different weight on different indicators. Uh, students for example might value being closer to educational, social, employment, cultural opportunities. Families with young children will value being closer to primary schools. So everyone's got their own criteria. So so there are, there are obviously techniques for finding out what everybody's individual preferences are. The, this is a, a, a Canadian company called MetroQuest that that creates quite innovative, highly interactive websites for for asking people what their priorities are, and you can kind of drag and drop and, and indicate your preferences to what what things are important to you uh, but but again that where this falls down is it 's not that useful. we can find out what everybody 's individual preferences are, but we can 't build a separate city for each individual that meets their their needs so so what can we do well we can It's not not perfect, but we can start to try and categorise everybody into groups who share similar interests, so so we can say here, and and then we can measure how well a city or or a master plan or a district meets that group's needs. So we can say with this example, uh, Group 4, which might be be students, we can say this area meets their needs very well, but Group 7, it doesn't meet their needs as well. And then we can take that area and we can find out the the number of people belonging to each of these, again, imperfect groups. And we can see that actually there's more people in Group 7 and Group 8 living in this area. Uh, We we can't change the number of people in each group living in in that city or, or that area. But we can either redesign a master plan or we can implement planning policies that will guide the development of that master plan or that or that area of that city, so that it more closely meets the the needs of, of the people living there. So that that's kind of I, I know I'm about to run out of time, but that, that's as far as we've got. And um, we're very conscious that you know livability is is never going to be an exact science because it, it's it's about it's about people and 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 people aren't exact. But uh, but we have the technology to 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 make sure that. It's not an exact science, but neither does it have to be a dark art. So I'll, I'll stop there. Thank you.